this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Okay, now the last few episodes have been very meaty, and I've been leaving out my vegetarian listeners as well as my vegan listeners. And that's not very fun. And I like to be fun, and I like to include all my friends. So, today's episode, we're going to roll into another broth-making recipe. So open up your big book of stuff today, and turn to the section on broth, or stock, but look for the special tab that says vegetarian friendly because this time we're going to make this where everyone can enjoy it. So look in that big book of stuff, take out your pen and get ready to write in a wonderful fun thing to do with onions. Let's get started. Now, the reason we're doing this episode is because, one, it's tasty, two, it's easy, and three, because of the holiday just having passed here in the United States, specifically Michigan, hey, then you're pretty much probably at capacity for meat for a while. You've already made your turkey broth, at least I hope you have. If you haven't, maybe I'll tell you how to do that, but I'm pretty sure we covered it before. And you're probably looking at your pantry saying, okay, I'm in a cooking mood. What else can I make? If you've overbought onions, this is the recipe episode for you. We're going to take a bag of onions. That's right, a bag of onions. Now, it could be a bag of onions that are three pounds, It could be a 50-pound bag of onions. It's up to you. I would advise you, though, that to be effective, you need to keep in mind that this bag of onions you use will be cooking for two days. That's right, two days. So if you do decide to use that 50-pound bag of onions, you're going to take up two to three of the eyes on your stove. I know, I know, I said eyes. I understand that everyone around in this newfangled age says burners. I wasn't taught to call them burners. I was taught to call them eyes. So, you'll be using up to three to four eyes on the stove depending on how much of a production you make this. So I would maybe hold off before picking up the 50 pound bag. Now, once you've selected how many you're going to use, the next thing to do is to make sure you have all your equipment ready. Do you have enough pots to accommodate boiling that many onions? They take up a little bit more room than you would think, but not quite as much as it seems in the bag. So what you're going to do is you're going to take your onions and do the tops, tails, and jackets. What does that mean? Cut off the top of the onion, 
cut off the root of the onion. And then you're going to cut the onion in half. Put them in a bowl for later because you're not done yet. It's not time to cook yet. You're also going to need for this recipe some sea salt or kosher salt or Celtic salt, any kind of salt that hasn't been treated. Shouldn't be iodized. In addition to this, you're going to want some pepper or peppercorns. You pick what kind. It could be the regular black pepper you got in the store. It could be ground black pepper. It could be guinea peppercorns. It could be grains of, well, no, we don't want to use that one. We've already used that. Um, it could also be those mixed peppers you see, which are always fun. But I'm talking about the hard peppers. I'm not talking about bell peppers here. And I'm not talking about uh, the, the soft flush peppers like paprika and things like that. No. No, I want you to use the hard ones. Also, you can choose to add turmeric. You do not have to. You can choose to add ginger. You do not have to. It depends on your personal taste. Everything should be according to your personal taste. But in this first go-round, maybe just stick to salt and pepper. Now, for my vegetarians, you can add a bit of vegetable bouillon. And that would also work for my vegans, too. For those of you who want the taste of chicken or something, you can put it in there. That completely negates it being a vegetarian or a vegan recipe. So I'm going to ask for this recipe, we keep it just straight onions. Now you can add some things to that too. You don't have to just have it be straight round bulb onions. You know, alliums are kind of cool. They play well together. You can do the same recipe with shallots. You can do this recipe with ramps. You can do this recipe with leeks. But there's something you need to remember in all of these cases. And that is when you do, when you are actually making this, the number one thing you want to remember is everything needs to be clean. Once you've cut the roots off and the tops off, and you're only going to use the white parts, or the reddish white parts, depending on which alum you're using. It's very, very important that everything be clean. Onions tend to grow in sandier soil, depending on the kind, but they definitely grow under the ground. And you know what's under the ground? Soil, dirt, all kinds of stuff that you might not want to put into your soup. So what you want to do is, since we are going to eventually use this for soup and other dishes, wash your onions very thoroughly. One of the things you can do is remember I told you when you took the tops, tails, and jackets off the onions to put them in a bowl? That's because you're going to take those and you're going to wash them in cold water. And then you're going to put them into the stock pot. And by the way, you're not getting rid of the onion skins at all. They're part of the recipe.
So now that you've rinsed your onions and they've been topped, tailed, and jacketed, and they're trimmed up, especially the leeks, because leeks often have sand. They have a lot of sand in them. But once they're all clean and they're just roughly cut in half, you're going to put them all in the stock pot and cover them in cold water. And this water you're going to bring up to a simmer. And that's it. You're going to leave it like that for about a day and a half. No, seriously, you're, you're going to cook this for a day and a half. Personally, I like to put a little lid on top of it and just you just forget about them. You're just going to put them in there and let it go. Put your fire on the lowest heat. Or if you're cooking on a, a solid top situation where you have a burner under those magical coatings, then you can make sure it's on its lowest setting. And you're going to let it cook. You might want wooden spoons, so just in case you want to stir it around, but generally it'll be fine by itself. Make sure everything's submerged, put enough water in there, and let it go. You can add your salt and your pepper at the beginning of this process. Do not over salt. No more than about a tablespoon per quart. You, you don't want it to be too salty because you're going to add it to other food later. And just let it cook. What I really like about this recipe is that unless someone's allergic to this, everyone can enjoy it. There are so many different diverse flavor palettes that use onions in their cookery. And this is a wonderful way to incorporate another layer of flavor. You know, I love bringing diverse and wild kinds of things to our podcast that we share together here in this space. Any kind of flight of fancy can come through, you know? And today's sponsor is Arrow's Flight by M.B. Strang. Want to read diverse and inclusive fantasy? Check out Arrow's Flight by M.B. Strang. Arrow's Flight. An unknown menace moves through the polite society of Pearl's holding. If not caught in time, it will bring down not just the hallowed knights of the Pearl Order, but also everyone who lives and works with them. The answer lies with a young woman of mysterious origins whose life has been touched by tragedy. To fulfill her potential, she must confront her past and discover a future more amazing than she'd ever imagined and find the inner strength to fly. She's not alone. A handful of knights, a hearth mage, and their magical companions all test their physical and magical limits to make things right before it's too late. Otherwise, dark forces will overtake the knights for good. Go to mbstrang.com for details on ordering your copy now. Sign up for the newsletter and receive a free story. That's M-B-S-T-R-A-N-G 
www.thepeacefulmoneyshow.com. And thank you so much to our sponsor for today's episode. I'm excited. I, I'm going. I'm going to that website right after this episode. I'm just telling you right now. So now we're going to jump ahead to the next day. If this was Wayne World, Wayne's World, I would probably make the kind of sound effect. But as it is not, and I am not sponsored by them, I will not make that sound effect. I'll make an opposite one. Imagine spirit fingers while we're making that transition. So it's the next day and the onions have been cooking this entire time. And everything looks beautiful. There's this amber liquid or even darker depending on how dark your onions were and how many skins you used. And by the way, you can make this all of the skins, but I prefer to use whole onions. And it's, the whole house smells like onion. Not onion with a little O either, but onion, like super onion. Like super onion is what you feel when you walk into the house. Once that's all done, it's time to do the straining. Now, if you have a sieve, you're going to be fine. And I know that it's pronounced sieve. I don't care. I'm from Michigan, and I'm going to say it how I say it. And that's how it is. It's a regional thing. But you're going to strain it. But if you don't have that, then use two sheets of cheesecloth. Don't use the whole package to do this. You don't need the whole package unless you've got 50 pounds of onions going. You're going to drain and strain these onion bits and skins through those two layers of cheesecloth, or even more. I'm not the boss, but you can do what you want. You can do this into an empty stock pot, into a pot, into a five gallon bucket, into a well-lined hat box, I don't know. Whatever suits your fancy. But of course, if it's into a well-lined hat box full of plastic, understand it's going to be difficult to get it back out. So that's on you. You're going to have to strain it again. You heard me. You're going to have to strain this again. Strain it twice. Take your time do it right the first time. If you do it right the first time, if you strain this twice, instead of trying to go forward after straining it once, you'll have better results. Because if you only strain it once, once you look at it in your jars or in your storage bags, you'll see that you need to strain it again. Why do that when you can just strain it the right way the first time? and strain it twice. It's like sewing. Measure twice and cut once. This way, you don't empty back out your Ziploc or your silicone bags or your canning jars to restrain everything and cause yourself more dishes. Hey, I'm not the boss of you, but I am trying to give some helpful helpful hints. The color will be beautiful and it won't be what you thought it would be either. 
Also, if you've added turmeric, it'll have a distinctly yellowish tone as well. This particular broth or stock or whatever you want to call it is what you're going to use when you're cooking other things. You can cook rice in it. You can make stew with it. You can use it to saute mushrooms and spinach together. Whatever you like. When you're canning it, follow the same directions from the USDA regarding canning when it comes to vegetable broth. I'm not giving you instructions on what to do because I don't want anyone to get hurt because they didn't listen completely to what I told you. So follow correct canning instructions and you should be fine. Otherwise, put everything in Ziploc bags or in not by the brand, zipping and locking technology or silicone reusable bags or if you really have to you can put it into a jar and put it in your fridge and it'll keep for a couple of weeks if you're not going to just go ahead and freeze it. And there we are. We're at the end of our episode. I wanted to do this because I wanted to make a balance between all that meat that we did this week. Vegans, this episode was for you. Vegetarians, this episode was for you. And just like those two other ones, uh, well, a few other ones that we've been covering that do stock, you can dress this up with other vegetables as well. You don't have to just have onions, but in this particular case, try to stick to alliums. It's, it's kind of a thing. If you want to go wild, you can use wild onions. You can have a really good thyme if you add some thyme. Why are you looking at, the, at me like that? Don't, don't, come on, it was funny. It was funny. I will remind you though that if you're adding something like thyme, don't add it until you are about at the end of cooking, like in the last like 20 minutes or so, because things like that tend to turn bitter if you're canning it. Matter of fact, you might not even want to add thyme if you're canning this uh, in jars, but if you're freezing it, then go right ahead and put your thyme in. Another kick that you could go for is winter savory. I love winter savory. I mean, I just, I love it. So adding a bit of winter savory will give you a nice, bold flavor. You know, if you make something with this, let me know how it turns out. I know when I use it, it turns out really well. My house smells like onions right now, by the way, because I'm making some more. Um, and earlier this uh, last week, it smelled really stronger than this because I was drying onions in the dehydrator. It's been an oniony week. So now we've come to the end and I want to thank you for sharing this time with me. I love sharing recipes with my friends and we're friends, right? I hope you can pass this on to someone else. I hope that you can share making this with someone else. You know, there's more to being together than just sharing a meal. Making a meal is just as important. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with other people. 
and that maybe if you get together and you share a meal, read a book together, and spend some time while the rain is falling down, you'll find out new things about each other, like exactly how much onions and a well-lined hat box don't go together. I don't know. It's up to you. But either way, thank you for spending this time with me, and I look forward to seeing you here next time here on my Magical Cottagecore Life.